0: anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Gospel of Luke, Luke chapter 10, beginning at verse 25. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? So he answered and said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You've answered rightly. Do this, and you will live. But he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Then Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a certain priest came down that road, and when he saw him he passed by on the other side. Likewise a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, but a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. And he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. On the next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him. Take care of him, and whatever more you spend when I come again, I will repay you. So, which of these three do you think was neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And he said, He who showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the fact that you've saved us and made us brand new. You've called us into a new relationship with you and one another in the body of Christ. What a privilege! What an honor, a blessing it is for us to be the a part of the body of Christ in the world. Thank you for the privilege of being your hands and feet in a world that desperately needs to be, to be touched by your love and to see what your love and mercy look like. Stir us, Lord, to be the compassionate church you'd have us to be that's reaching out to share the gospel and reaching out to touch the world with your love and mercy. And stir us to be the church committed to life that you would have us to be as well, fully committed to to hearing your heart and your mind on the life and matter for your glory. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer. Father, we come to praise you, to lift high your holy name today. We're thankful, Father, for the great mercies that you show
1: us day by day. We're thankful for your great faithfulness. We look in the Riverview mirror,
0: Father, and see year after year how you have been faithful to your children, faithful to us. We thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Ray. Thank you again for being a part of our listening family. We're in the midst of our 2023 Preborn slash American Family Radio campaign as well, and we're grateful to get a chance to partner with the minister of Preborn Keep in mind, it's wise for us to be mindful of this reality. Abortion is the leading cause of death in the U.S. and in the world, and with tragically over over 860,000 abortions having been performed in the U.S. annually, and more than 63 million lives have been tragically snuffed out since the passing of Roe v. Wade close to 50 years ago. Sadly, with the abortion pill accounting for over 50% of all abortions, Sadly, in many ways, it could easily be said that babies' lives are even more now at risk than in the past. So in the midst of this tragedy, an important question we can ask is, what can we as the church do? Well, there's a great ministry called Preborn, and Preborn and the American Family Association and American Family Radio are asking you to partner with us to help moms to choose life. And as we begin, I want to take a moment now to... uh, introduce our guest who's been with us before. Joyce M. Bartholomew is with us once again by way of phone. And she is, amongst other things, she's a national spokesperson for the Ministry of Preborn. Joyce is also, she's a mom, she's a wife, she's a singer, she's a songwriter. She wears lots and lots of hats, but she's a servant of the Lord. Joyce, thanks for joining us today.
2: Thank you for having me. So appreciate it.
0: Well, great to have you once again. And I'm going to ask if you'll take a moment just to uh, a little further, introduce yourself a, uh, a good bit better than I did just then. Tell our listeners more about yourself. And then introduce our li- li- our listeners once again to the ministry of Preborn. Yes.
2: I've been their national spokesperson of Preborn for 12 years now. And Preborn is 16 years old. Mm-hmm. And it started out very small. And just God has expanded it to be the leading um, opposer of abortion and co- against Planned Parenthood in the country. And we provide free ultrasounds to various parts, for instance, the entire east coast of Florida, Chicago, greater DC. And this is done through supporters like you, the $28 which provide for one free ultrasound or $140 for five free ultrasounds. And we provide other things too, grants, um, $15,000 free ultrasound machines. Those are provided for by people and evangelism training, but we are compassion-based, and we are gospel-obsessed. And I say that so so genuinely because we focus on that first and foremost, because we understand that that is what is going to change everything and everybody, our culture, the moms, their babies, their parents, everything will change when they receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior.
0: All right. Well, Joyce, again, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. And I would mention, of course, you know, we're grateful here at American Family Radio to get a chance to partner with a great ministry like Preborn in this way. And we're inviting listeners to get involved in a very specific way, as Joyce just mentioned. A gift of $28 provides one woman seeking an abortion a free ultrasound. $140 provides five free ultrasound sessions uh, to reach women as well. Uh, to get involved, again, you can call this number, one, eight seven seven six one six two three nine six. 616 2396 Again, that's 1-877-616-2396. Or you can donate onla- online by going to AFR.net. And, Josh, you know, one thing I would mention, too, that, of course, we've had the privilege of knowing about the wonderful Ministry of Preborn for a number of years, and I would say we're very grateful that, uh, my wife, Bertie, and I are part of a ministry. We're on the board and spearheading a ministry called the Pregnancy Care and Hope Center Ministry that will be serving in the Mississippi Delta. And Preborn very graciously gave us our first brand new ultrasound machine, and we have it, in, it's been installed on our mobile medical unit. And so we're grateful in a very personal way to the wonderful ministry of Preborn. So we're grateful to people, listeners like those that are listening now that have helped in the past and that will help during this campaign as well. So um, as we start, Joyce, would you take a moment now specifically to pray for listeners to really have ears to hear whatever the Lord would have them hear and receive and how he'd have them respond to what they hear today?
2: Absolutely, I would love to pray. Heavenly Father, I just pray that you will just touch the hearts of the people to move them to to serve and to give and to love these women, these girls, these families who are in great need great need to understand that there is more to life than what they see right in front of them and that there is help for them there are adoption opportunities, there are clinics that provide all kinds of things for them and that they will ultimately receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior And I pray that the people that listen will help us provide these free ultrasounds Or ultrasound machines for these people because we can't do it, Lord, without the people moving because we are privately funded. I just thank you so much for all the people who are listening today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
0: And Father, too, thank you for every listener. Thank you for the privilege we have uh, of partnering with you, Lord, in your kingdom in this regard. Thank you for the privilege of helping to be the hands, your hands and feet in this world. Stir us, Lord, to really listen clearly to that which you'd have us to do by your Spirit today, to give financially, to give generously, to help with this very important work. Help us to fully be the faithful church you would have us to be. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, Joyce, again, tell us a little bit more about why Preborn is such a great ministry to be able to, uh, plant into?
2: Well, after Roe v. Wade was overturned, which was one of the happiest days of my life since I prayed for that, like every day, almost every day for 11 years, we thought, oh, this is it, but not quite, because 26 states have, um, have adopted uh, restrictive or not are limited abortions. But it's not every single state. So a lot of places are becoming abortion sanctuary states where they're advertising, come to us and have your vacation and get an abortion at the same time. So they're trafficking people to have abortions and that's how it's changing. Plus the telehealth, telemedicine, they've now made it as of January 3rd, the FDA has allowed brick and mortar pharmacies to carry abortion pill, the Mm. RU486, the concoctions. And now you can do this telehealth online and get a visit and just go pick it up and have your abortion in your own bathroom which is even more traumatizing and horrific and so things are changing where we need to provide these ultrasounds even further because we want to intercept these people to come into these centers to see their baby if they're big enough to be seen and hear the heartbeat for sure 17 to 21 days you can hear the heartbeat and and, see, and they choose life 80% of the time with this ultrasound. Without it, it is only 40% of the time. So things are changing, but we are fighting to still end abortion. That is, it is not over. And that's what people don't understand is, as I thought initially, oh, it's over, but it's actually not over. It's changing, but we are, we have been making a huge impact. And that's because we are, we are gospel obsessed. And we're all in for the gospel. It's it's because we know this, like, this is hurting God. This is displeasing to Him. These are His people.
0: Mm. Well, again, appreciate you sharing just the insight and wisdom that you just shared. And as you alluded to, um, many may not be aware of the tragedy of this reality that the abortion pill now accounts for over 50% of all abortions in our culture today. And sadly, in view of recent actions on the part of our government, in many ways you might say that they've made many of our local pharmacies to become uh, abortion mills of sorts. And so it's important for us as believers to know that we have an important part to play through our prayers, our standing for life, and also supporting a ministry like Preborn. Once again, your gift of $28 helps provide one woman seeking an abortion a free ultrasound Giving the mom the chance to choose life for her baby. 140 provides free, 140 provides five free ultrasound sessions, reaching five women as well. So the number once again to call 1-877-616-2396 to call, to give a gift to help buy uh, an ultrasound for a woman. Again, one 877 616 2396 or go online to AFR.net. Anything else, Joss? Before, uh, before our time runs out in this segment? Anything else you'd like to share?
2: Um, I do have stories if you'd like to share, or I can just um, just express my gratitude for all the people who feel the conviction and the moving of the Spirit and who are listening to that, because we know this breaks God's heart. We know that He is not pleased with our nation, for all of the bloodshed, the innocent bloodshed, and the satanic aspect is very real, Mm. and we shouldn't make light of that, because that is very scary for our nation as a whole, and the Christians, we need to step up and do something, because if we don't, evil advances just by our
0: apathy. That's right, that's right. It's definitely a battle between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. Well, thank you again so much for being with us, Joyce, and please keep up the great work, okay?
2: Thank you so much for having me.
0: That was our phone guest, Joyce M. Bartholomew, uh, advocate with Preborn. We'll be right back. Of Mandisa, with God speaking. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Again, we're in the midst of our pre-born campaign. Um, American Family Radio is of course partnering with the wonderful minister Preborn pre-born in helping to raise monies to provide free ultrasounds for women. Keep in mind pre-born supports hundreds of Christian pregnancy clinics across the country, providing free life-saving services such as Ultrasound, the minister preborn is the direct in you, you you could say in direct competition to the organization Planned Parenthood, and preborn is the largest provider free ultrasounds in the U.S. and the, remember the ultrasound allows the mom to hear her baby's heartbeat and to see the precious life that's inside of her, and when that happens, typically eighty percent of the moms choose to keep their babies. So and Keep this also in mind, too. These centers provide mothers who choose life, uh, free maternity and baby clothes, diapers, car seats, counseling, and much more. And all of these services are provided absolutely free. And Preborn helps these ministries to continue to do what they do. So once again, if you'd like to get involved, remember a gift of $28 provides one woman seeking an abortion uh, a free ultrasound, and giving it gives the mom the opportunity to choose life for her baby. So again, twenty eight dollars provides one free ultrasound. One hundred and forty dollars provides five free ultrasound sessions, reaching five women with the message of life. And so, we're encouraging you to prayerfully consider getting involved with supporting the great ministry of preborn. Again, to call and uh, make a financial commitment to help, simply call one eight seven seven. 616 again that's 1-877-616-2396, or you can donate online at AFR.net, again that's AFR.net, we do hope that you will choose to get involved. Well for the balance of our broadcast, we will uh, pick up reading through the Word of God as we begin now in the Old Testament, the book of Numbers, Numbers chapter 22, beginning at verse 1. Then the children of Israel moved and camped in the plains of Moab on the side of the Jordan across from Jericho. Now Balak, the son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites. And Moab was exceedingly afraid of the people because they were many. And Moab was sick with dread because of the children of Israel. So Moab said to the elders of Midian, Now this company will lick up everything around us as an ox licks up the grass of the field. And Balak, the son of Zippor, was king of the Moabites at that time. Then he sent messengers to Balaam, the son of Beor, at Pethor, which is near the river in the land of the sons of his people, to call him, saying, Look, a people has come from Egypt, see they cover the face of the earth and are setting ne- and are settling next to me. Therefore please come at once, curse this people for me, for they are too mighty for me. Perhaps I shall be able to defeat them and drive them out of the land, for I know that he whom you bless is blessed, and he whom you curse is cursed. So the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian departed, with the diviner's fee in their hand. And they came to Balaam and spoke to him the words of Balak. And he said to them, Lodge here tonight, and I will bring back word to you, as the Lord speaks to me. So the princes of Moab stayed with Balaam. Then God came to Balaam and said, Who are these men with you? So Balaam said to God, Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, has sent to me, saying, Look, a people has come out of Egypt, and they cover the face of the earth. Come now, curse them for me. Perhaps I shall be able to overpower them and drive them out. And God said to Balaam, You shall not go with them. You shall not curse the people, for they are blessed. So Balaam rose in the morning and said to the princes of Balak, Go back to your land, for the Lord has refused to give me permission to go with you. And the princes of Moab rose and went to Balak and said, Balaam refuses to come with us. Then Balak again sent princes more numerous and more honorable than they. And they came to Balaam and said to him, Thus says Balak, the son of Zippor, Please let nothing hinder you from coming to me. For I will certainly honor you greatly, and I will do whatever you say to me. Therefore, please come, curse this people for me. Then Balaam answered and said to the servants of Balak, Though Balak were to give me his house full of silver and gold, I could not go beyond the word of the Lord my God to do less or more. Now, therefore, please, you also stay here tonight, that I may know what more the Lord will say to me. And God came to Balaam at night and said to him, If the men come to call you, rise and go with them, but only the word which I speak to you, that you shall do. So Balaam rose in the morning, saddled his donkey, and went with the princes of Moab. Then God's anger was aroused because he went, and the angel of Of the Lord took his stand in the way as an adversary against him. And he was riding on his donkey, and his two servants were with him. Now the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way with his drawn sword in his hand. And the donkey turned aside out of the way and went into the field. So Balaam struck the donkey to turn her back onto the road. Then the angel of the Lord stood in a narrow path between the vineyards with a wall on this side and a wall on that side. And when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she pushed herself against the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall. So he struck her again. Then the angel of the Lord went further and stood in a narrow place where there was no way to turn either to the right or to the left. And when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she lay down under Balaam. So Balaam's anger was aroused, and he struck the donkey with his staff. Then the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey, and she said to Balaam, What have I done to you that you have struck me these three times? And Balaam said to the donkey, Because you have, because you have abused me, "'I wish there were a sword in my hand, "'for now I would kill you.' "'So the donkey said to Balaam, "'Am I not your donkey on which you have ridden "'ever since I became yours to this day? "'Was I ever disposed to do this to you?' "'And he said, No.' "'Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes, "'and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way "'with his drawn sword in his hand, "'and he bowed his head and fell flat on his face.' And the angel of the Lord said to him, Why have you struck your donkey these three times? Behold, I have come out to stand against you, because your way is perverse before me. The donkey saw me and turned aside from me these three times. If she had not turned aside from me, surely I would have killed you by now and let her live. And Balaam said to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned, for I did not know you stood in the way against me. Now therefore, if it displeases you, I will turn back. Then the angel of the Lord said to Balaam, Go with the men, but only the word that I speak to you, that you shall speak. So Balaam went with the princes of Balak. Now when Balak heard that Balaam was coming, He went out to meet him at the city of Moab, which is on the border at the Arnon, the boundary of the territory. Then Balak said to Balaam, Did I not earnestly send to you calling for you? Why did you not come to me? Am I not able to honor you? And Balaam said to Balak, Look, I have come to you. Now have I any power at all to say anything? The word that God puts in my mouth, that I must speak. So Balaam went with Balak, and they came to Kerjath-Huzoth. Then Balak offered oxen and sheep, and he sent some to Balaam and to the princes who were with him. So it was the next day that Balak took Balaam and brought him up to the high places of Baal, that from there he might observe the extent of the people. Numbers chapter 23. Then Balaam said to Balak, Build seven altars for me here, and prepare for me here seven bulls and seven rams. And Balak did just as Balaam had spoken. And Balak and Balaam offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Then Balaam said to Balak, Stand by your burnt offering, Stand by your burnt offering, and I will go. Perhaps the Lord will come to meet me, and whatever he shows me, I will tell you. So he went to a desolate height, and God met Balaam. And he said to him, I have prepared the seven altars, and I have offered on each altar a bull and a ram. Then the Lord put a word in Balaam's mouth and said, Return to Balak, and thus you shall speak. So he returned to him, and there he was, standing by his burnt offering, he and all the princes of Moab. And he took up his oracle and said, Balak, the king of Moab, has brought me from Aram, from the mountains of the east. Come, curse Jacob for me, and come, denounce Israel. How shall I curse whom God has not cursed? And how shall I denounce whom the Lord has not has not denounced. For from the top of the rocks I see him, and from the hills I behold him, there a people dwelling alone, not reckoning itself among the nations. Who can count the dust of Jacob, or number one-fourth of Israel? Let me die the death of the righteous, and let me in and, and let my end be like his. Then Balak said to Balaam, What have you done to me? I took you to curse my enemies, and look, you have blessed them bountifully. So he answered and said, Must I not take heed to speak what the Lord has put in my mouth? Then Balak said to him, Please come with me to another place from which you may see them. You shall see only the outer part of them, and shall not see them all. Curse them for me from there. So he brought him to the field of Zophim, to the top of Pisgah, and built seven altars, and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. And he said to Balak, Stand here by your burnt offering while I meet the Lord over there. Then the Lord met Balaam and put a word in his mouth and said, Go back to Balak, and thus you shall speak. So he came to him, And there he was standing by his burnt offering and the princes of Moab were with him. And Balak said to him, What has the Lord spoken? Then he took up his oracle and said, Rise up, Balak, and hear. Listen to me, son of Zippor. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? Behold, I have received a command to bless. He has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. He has not observed iniquity in Jacob, nor has he seen wickedness in Israel. The Lord his God is with him, and the shout of a king is among them. God brings them out of Egypt. He has strength like a wild ox. For there is no sorcery against Jacob, nor any divination against Israel. It must be said, O Jacob, and of Israel, O what God has done. Look, a people rises like a lioness, and lifts itself up like a lion. It shall not lie down until it devours the prey, and drinks the blood of the slain. Then Balak said to Balaam, Neither curse them at all, nor bless them at all. Verses 1 through 25, Numbers chapter 23. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we're continuing reading through the word of God. We'll be right back. Forever Roll a crescendo a Goodbye limbo Like a new day dawn and Show me the window The window
1: Where I can see It's you Then everything else Just falls in line You You will always hold This heart of mine It's you It's you
0: Lord, it's you then Music of Toby Mac with It's you. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up in the New Testament, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 10, beginning at verse 17. Again, Luke, chapter 10, starting at verse 17. Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows who the Son is except the Father, and who the Father is except the Son, and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Then he turned to his disciples And said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see the things you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see what you see, and have not seen it, and to hear what you hear, and have not heard it. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? So he answered and said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered rightly. Do this, and you will live. But he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Then Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him. And departed, leaving him half dead. Now, by chance, a certain priest came down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. And he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. On the next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. So which of these three do you think was neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And he said, He who showed mercy on him. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. Luke chapter 11. Now it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. So he said to them, "'shall have a friend and go to him at midnight "'and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves, "'for a friend of mine has come to me on his journey, "'and I have nothing to set before him. "'And he will answer him from within and say, "'Do not trouble me. "'The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. "'I cannot rise and give to you. "'I say to you, though he will not rise, and give to him because he is his friend. Yet because of his persistence, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. If a son asks for bread, From any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? And he was casting out a demon, and it was mute. So it was, when the demon had gone out, That the mute spoke, and the multitudes marveled. But some of them said, He casts out demons by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. Others, testing him, sought from him a sign from heaven. But he, knowing their thoughts, said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and a house divided against a house falls. If Satan also is divided, against himself how will his kingdom stand because you say I cast out demons by Beelzebub and if I cast out demons by Beelzebub by whom do your sons cast them out therefore they will be your judges but if I cast out demons with the finger of God surely the kingdom of God has come upon you when a strong man fully armed guards his own palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he comes upon him and overcomes him, he takes from him all his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoils. He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest, and finding none, he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it swept and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. And it happened as he spoke these things that a certain woman the crowd raised her voice and said to him blessed is the womb that bore you and the breasts which nursed you but he said more than that blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it and while the crowds were thickly gathered together he began to say this is an evil generation it seeks a sign and no sign will be given given to it except the sign of Jonah the prophet. For as Jonah became a sign to the Ninevites, so also the Son of Man will be to, to this generation. The Queen of the South will rise up in the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them, for she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And indeed, a greater than Solomon is here. The men of Nineveh will rise up in the judgment With this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and indeed a greater than Jonah is here. No one, when he has lit a lamp, puts it in a secret place or under a basket, but on a lampstand, that those who come in may see the light. The lamp of the body is the eye. Therefore, when your eye is good, your whole body also is full of light but when your eye is bad your body also is full of darkness therefore take heed that the light which is in you is not darkness if then your whole body if then your whole body is full of light having no part dark the whole body will be full of light as when the bright shining of a lamp gives you light And as he spoke, a certain Pharisee asked him to dine with him. So he went in and sat down to eat. When the Pharisee saw it, he marveled that he he had not first washed before dinner. Then the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees make the outside of the cup and dish clean, but your inward part is full of greed and wickedness. Foolish ones! Did not he who made the outside make the inside also? But rather give alms of such things as you have. Then indeed all things are clean to you. But woe to you Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue and all manner of herbs and pass by justice and the love of God. These you ought to have done without leaving the others undone. Woe to you Pharisees, for you love the best seats in the synagogues and greetings in the marketplaces. Verses 1 through 43, Luke chapter 11. You've been listening to the Hour of Intercession as we've been reading through the Word of God and as we normally do before we end the broadcast. If you are listening today and you've never invited Jesus Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior, This is a great day, a wonderful day to make that step to commit your heart and your whole life to the Lord Jesus. If you want to make that step, would you simply pray this prayer from your heart with me even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so, so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all the wrong things I've done. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and I've done wrong in many, many ways, Lord. Father, by faith, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In the word of God, you told us, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, today I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live my entire life serving you. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, my email is joseph at Afr. Net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We very much would like to be in touch with you if you prayed that prayer and committed your heart and life to the Lord or recommitted your heart. I'd like to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you to begin to grow strong and deep in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. So, once again, my email to get the, that information joseph at afr.net. We certainly hope to hear from you. Also, on an ongoing basis, if you're wanting some of the prayer And discipleship resources we provide We're glad to share them Same email Just email us at at josephatafr.net We'll look forward to hearing from you As always we appreciate you being a part of our listening family Join us again next time for the Hour of intercession.